Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast, a space to talk about all things life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. My name is Elizabeth. I am an international fertility coach, ICF certified life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. Join us as we support the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your new baby home and everything along the way. See you in the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Today, we are talking to the sorority nutritionist, Lauren, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for being here. Of course. I am just so pumped to be here, girlfriend. Can you tell us how you got started as being a nutritionist and what is a nutritionist for those that don't know? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually got started my freshman year of college. I switched my major from business to nutrition um, and actually in fancy terms, dietetics. Um, And so I started studying nutrition and honestly, like I kind of had an interest personally in nutrition but it's funny. I didn't know like a nutritionist was a job. And actually I was, you know, paving the way to become a credentialed registered dietitian actually. So, um, I, you know, I have my undergrad and master's both in nutrition. Um, I've sat for an internship, but a nutritionist is actually a little bit different than a dietitian fun fact. Um, but I just call myself a nutritionist. Can you tell people who don't know that difference just so we have some education on that aspect too, the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist? Yeah. So a registered dietitian means that you have studied medical nutrition therapy. Um, you've just been like more formally trained, um, depending on the nation that you live in, of course. Um, but in the United States, that means like we're more formally trained in the medical side of nutrition piece. Okay. Well, as you know, we talk mostly to, you know, people that are trying to conceive already pregnant and or postpartum mamas. So with that being said, what are your kind of top tips of, people being healthy that are not necessarily trying to lose weight. Yeah. I mean, when you're thinking about nutrition, right, we make nutrition so complicated. We have good and bad food lists. We stress ourselves out. And I think with nutrition, we really have to go back to the basics of what is a balanced meal for living our best life, right? Mm-hmm. What needs to be on our plate? And at TSN is what I call it, the sorority nutritionist. I'm all about carbs, proteins, and veggies on your plate. I love that because, you know, I actually just spoke to somebody the other day and she was in a not so great relationship while she was pregnant. This was years ago. And she said her husband was so strict during her pregnancy. She wasn't allowed to eat any sugar and any carbs oh during God. her pregnancy. Yes. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like who made this guy think that he is a nutritionist or knows what's good for your body? Cause anybody, I feel like knows that, especially for a body that's going through creating another human being, that yeah. <laughs> you need everything to be there. Um, what are some kind of go-to like healthy fats are the best thing that I can say for my clients that are pregnancy in pregnancy and, or trying to conceive, what are some good, like go-to healthy fat kind of fun things that you can give people ideas about? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to the plate aspect of things, you know, we, because we make healthy eating so difficult, like I I think so often, whether it's, we've been told to cut out certain foods or whatever, it can make snack time and also mealtime very difficult to understand what you need to be eating. Um, So something that's a really easy tip that I give, whether you're trying to lose weight, maintain your weight, conceive, get pregnant, whatever it could be, anything in between 
is thinking about what creates a balanced snack. Um, so when I think of balanced snacking, right, I personally love like a piece of fruit or something like very natural, like nuts. Um, it's so funny with our little recording right now. I just had nuts in between my meeting and this, um, and, you know, that can be a really easy snack, but yeah. if you need a little bit more specific guidance, um, and once you understand what's in your food, which is really important, um, pairing a carb and a protein together is a really easy way to do this. And this is what I actually teach my clients. So basically what this means is we, you know, we have different nutrients in our diet. We have carbs, we have proteins, and we have fats. Those are the three major macronutrients. And basically when you're trying to make a snack, if you can think about the food that you're eating and what is in it. So like fruit, we know is a carbohydrate. Say we want to pair our apple our sliced apple with some peanut butter. Peanut butter is a protein. You're going to get a little bit of fat in it as well, but you're able to pair a more well-balanced snack versus, you know, when we think of something like chips, right? Chips are, you know, they have a little bit of all the different macros, but when you think about healthy snacking and like how to build a healthy snack, that's a really easy framework. That's going to help you mix and match different options. So maybe it's a hard boiled egg, right? You're getting your protein and your fat in there. And maybe you're pairing that with some crackers or a few veggie straws or sticks or, you know, pretzels with it. And you're constantly kind of making a balanced snack that way, essentially. And so your comparison of chips versus something else that may have kind of equal nutritional value, essentially, why, why does it matter to, to choose something that may be whole foods versus something that's processed to get there? Yeah. So, I mean, real talk, we have to address the elephant in the room. Chips are not bad. I love (laughs) chips. I mean, we were talking about before we pressed record, I'm from Massachusetts. I, fun fact, I used to only think Cape Cod potato chips were from Massachusetts. (laughs) No, they're like all across the U S guys. Um, but I love chips and we can have Mm -hmm. chips as part of our diet, but when we're trying to improve our health for whatever reason, or, you know, honestly, just to feel our best, right? We never talk about how we feel when we eat certain foods. Um, It's not that we want to put the chips off limits, but you're so right. You, you, you hit, you're right on the money with it. What your calories are made from is impacting your health, your body, and how you feel. So it's not that we have to say no to the chips. It's thinking about what are we getting from the foods that maybe we're not seeing in just that caloric content? You know, when we're thinking about chips versus an apple and peanut butter, the apple, we're getting fiber, we're getting vitamins and minerals that are not not naturally occurring in the more processed and more refined chips that we're having. Um, you know, with chips, we're not really getting much protein unless you have those quest protein chips, um, which are a whole different debate guys. Um, but you know, with the peanut butter, we're getting, you know, healthy fats and also fiber, even in that we're getting, you know, antioxidants and a variety of things there. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, when we think about healthy eating, it starts with the education piece. We want to be told what to eat, but real talk, we have to like understand what's actually in our food. A hundred percent. So thank you for sharing that. If somebody is working with a nutritionist and, or they reach out to you to work with you, what does that look like? What, like what happens when you meet with a nutritionist? Yeah. You know, it's so funny when anyone finds out I am a nutritionist, dietitian. I mean, it's so funny when like the, the people my husband works with finds out what I do. They're always like, well, well, what should I eat? And you know, that's our first gut instinct because we're like, we want to be healthy. We want to achieve whatever goal. But actually the spotlight is less on me telling you what to do. And you actually have to be the captain of your ship is what I call it. And as a dietitian, I can tell you like the number one thing, like if you ever go to a personal trainer or nutritionist or anyone who's telling you what to eat, their first question should actually be, what do you eat now? So they can make recommendations, small tweaks to the way that you're currently eating, because essentially you have to fit this to your lifestyle at the end of the day. Like you could have a perfect meal plan, a perfect workout plan, but I mean, real talk, if you can't stick to it and it doesn't fit your preferences and your likes and your goals, it's not going to matter. Right. And how, how significant do you think is meal planning? 
I think it's pretty darn important to be quite yeah. honest. So <laughs> I joke, you know, when you search on like Pinterest, I'm going to call it Pinterest for a second. You search like meal prep or meal planning, right? You see this girl with a amazing little, um, sports bra on sitting in front of like a week's worth of meal prep. And honestly, like, especially if you have kids and a family or even just a significant other, like holy hot damn, like that becomes very overwhelming thinking about the amount of meal prep there. I almost think it's less about meal prep and more about meal planning. So you have an idea and a strategy around, okay, how many meals are you having a day? What time are you having them at? And it doesn't have to be perfect. Like if you don't have your breakfast at 7am, you're not a failure. Like Mm -hmm. you have to fit your lifestyle at the end of the day. But planning where you're roughly getting your meals from and having a strategy with it is so important. And honestly, whether or not you're achieving a goal, like it has to happen, in my opinion. What are your personal go-tos? I'm just curious. Like, I mean, isn't that the million dollar question? Yeah, totally. We all want to know what the... The nutritionist, the dietitian eats themselves. Yeah. So I will say dinner and I'm kind of doing it in reverse. Dinner is one of those meals. I always make it with my husband. Like it's one of those meals. I know I have time to cook um, lunch in the middle of my work day is a little bit more chaotic. So either I make leftover stuff from dinner or honestly, like I set myself up for success and totally know, like, I do want something really quick. So because I work from home air for my air fryer is my best friend. Like I will make Turkey burgers in there. You could literally marinate chicken in some Italian dressing, um, throw it in there during your lunch break in 18 minutes. My air fryer gets it all done and cooked sometimes even less, depending on how much it is. Um, veggie burgers, even microwaving them are a really big thing for me for a protein source, um, depending on the type. Um, so I'm very big into like pita wraps and sandwiches, um, and that kind of stuff for like a quick and easy lunch. And I get more of my veggies in at dinner. Um, but also sometimes I make like meals from scratch at lunch, depending on my schedule. And I will say breakfast shamelessly is like <laughs> the same every day. I have like a very like small little quick breakfast. Cause I'm not super hungry in the morning, but definitely every meal try to prioritize about 20 grams of protein minimum. And are you a big snacker? Like, do you always have snacks on the side? You mentioned your almonds in between. Is that your thing? Like, do you always have that? Are you a six meal a day type person, mini thing or? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, not that I'm not consistent because let's be real. Right. But you know, um, sometimes I snack, sometimes I don't. And Uh something I'm really passionate about is honoring your hunger. So if I'm more active, I'm going to need more snacks. I'm going to need a little bit more fuel versus if I'm less active, say I'm sitting on my butt recording podcasts or, you know, doing social media or, you know, talking to clients. I, you know, I'm just not, I'm innately not as hungry because I'll so I'm not burning as many calories. So, um, I really use my three meals as like that foundation. And then the snacks are kind of like dependent on how I feel. And I think so mm-hmm. often, like, you know, with meal planning and when we're trying to lose weight or we're trying to conceive and eat a certain way, we feel pressured that we have to eat one way. And, you know, obviously as this disclaimer for you guys is you don't have to eat the way that I eat. What's more important is understanding what your body needs and then creating a plan around like how often you need to be eating and, you know, what's going to make you feel your best. Yeah. Intuitive eating was such a game changer for me because I was always following like some specific diet, some something like that's how I grew up. Unfortunately, in my house, it was always like to, to your point earlier, the good, the good food, the bad food can't eat that. Don't eat that, whatever. And when I became an adult and really realized how damaging that was for, for me on lots of other levels, doing intuitive eating, like literally was a game changer for me. And now with my kids, it's always like, what is, what does your body tell you that you want? Like, do you really want more? You know? Yes. Okay, great. Have more of that. And, and really getting in tune with that, I think is ideal, especially when you're 
when you are pregnant and going through that and having such, you know, I, again, was always very strict on what I was eating and that's just where my mind was brought up. It was trained that way, literally. So once I was pregnant and trying to release some of that for the benefit of a mental standpoint, right? Like I'm pregnant. I can allow myself to have something more, even though I know I'm still being healthy. Like I am going to have the donut on a Sunday because I felt like I could, right? If that's any other time in my life that I'm gaining weight on purpose, this yeah. is when I wanted to have it, right? So you definitely have a little more flexibility. Yeah. I even say that to my clients, right? Like I am, I'm in the weight loss space. However, yeah. I am trained as a dietitian and I see so many different types of people. But at yeah. the end of the day, like if you're trying to lose weight, your calorie budget and your even your even if you are trying to lose weight, you can have all the foods that you desire. You don't have to give anything up, but innately you're gonna have less of a calorie budget versus like if you're maintaining or you're even trying to gain weight for your pregnancy. So that's where I always go back to something I, I, I say often, but like life ebbs and flows. We know that, but same with our nutrition, same with our weight, even like we're not the same exact person every single day. We don't have to eat the same exact clean, whatever way every single day. It's about like leaning into the different phases of life, but also like having that core foundation to help guide you every day. And, you know, some weeks you're going to have a little bit more fun right and that's yeah. okay and then some weeks oh, you might be a little bit more you're like normal more like basic foundation eating routine and it can all fit yeah and I think when you're pregnant so many of my clients you know and myself included I didn't want to be gaining a ton of weight that it was going to be so hard for me after to be like oh my god I have to like start in this huge routine of losing weight so it was really important for me to stay kind of in my lane of what felt comfortable for me and what felt healthy for me with having those little extra things that I probably normally wouldn't have had, but giving a little grace in that area, because I knew in the postpartum, I, I didn't want to have to like kill myself to be losing 50 pounds because I had just had a baby and like ate everything that came in front of me. Right. Yeah. So, Let's start talking a little bit about that, like postpartum losing weight. Cause I know it can be a little complicated because if people are breastfeeding and things like that, yep. I never, unfortunately was not able to breastfeed for too long. So that really wasn't my thing, but, um, getting back and having the right nutrition for your body to recover and heal, but also trying to lose weight. Like we all want to get back into our genes after we have a baby. So yes. <laughs> is there anything that you recommend for women that are in that state of kind of in between where they're not quite ready to jump on a full on, like, okay, I need to lose this 15 pounds right away, but I want to start moving that direction, like more of a gentle way to move that direction, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'm going to actually backtrack a moment because okay. I totally think it does begin actually during your pregnancy. And I think some women out there that might even be pregnant and you know, their due dates coming up listening to this, this might be really helpful, but you know, I get women all the time being like, Lauren, like I want to lose weight, but like, you know, they can't lose weight. Right. Cause they're, you know, about to conceive or about to give birth rather not yeah. conceive. Um, and they're towards the end of their, you know, pregnancy journey, but you know, you can start to eat healthy regardless of if you're actually losing weight. And I think that's where thinking about what you're eating, like it's such a powerful time during your pregnancy to do that. Sometimes it's not your number one priority, but setting yourself up for success because 
if you go the, you know, next, you know, eight, nine months during your pregnancy and not caring about what you're eating, it's going to make it a lot harder to begin to have all these new habits just because you finally gave birth. So mm -hmm. I think it really does start during your pregnancy, hopefully even yeah. before then, um, but especially during your pregnancy. And then once you give birth, I know so many women immediately are like, I want to get back my mom, my hot, my hot mom body back. Like, I just want to feel like myself again. But we also have to realize like you have another beautiful life, maybe even two or three, right. Depending on how many kids you had and you have to navigate, you know, especially if it's your first child, this new, new life of yours. So we have to do it in a way that really fits your new lifestyle. And we have to think about that first. Now you're not getting a lot of sleep one of the easiest things we can do is think about convenience foods that are nourishing and healthy, but are also going to save you time. So even at the grocery store, you know, I mentioned veggie burgers and turkey burgers and chicken burgers, all of that kind of stuff. Like you may not usually think of clean eating and healthy, nourishing eating as buying foods from a package, but getting simple items that you can easily cook in an air fryer and microwave, or even your oven can really save you time. So instead of going to Chick-fil-A or McDonald's mm -hmm. or even Chipotle, I love Chipotle guys. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, you can actually make healthy eating at home a little bit easier for you. I'm a big fan of like microwave rice and even sweet potatoes potatoes, you, you can cook them in the microwave. Like it's so easy. Um, and then, you know, frozen veggies are a really, really great staple that you can easily put together a stir fry meal with like a teriyaki sauce, a barbecue sauce, something really fun there. Um, so it's time-saving stuff like that is really going to be helpful. Um, and also not being afraid to ask for help, I think is a really important one. We always hear that, but especially when it comes to food, I'm not just saying like asking your mom or a friend for help with like meal prep or cooking, but thinking about what resources you could use to make it easier for you. I have clients that cook some of their food at home, but guess what? They may do like a meal prep service company or like, like strategically get food out from a place in bulk, like the whole food salad bar section, like you can buy these things. So they're already made. And then you just have to build that balance plate. I talked about at the beginning with a carb, a protein, and a veggie. Um, for specific guidance, lady, ladies, half your plate carbs, a fourth your plate protein, a fourth your plate veggies is a really, or I got that wrong, actually cut. Um, half your plate veggies, a fourth your plate protein, a fourth your plate carb. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> I know, right? Look at me. I'm a hot mess here, ladies. Um, but that meal framework is going to help you understand, okay, what do I need on my plate to create a healthy, balanced meal? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I, so for me, what was helpful after pregnancy was have, so not necessarily meal planning. Cause I'm awful at that, but knowing each day. And I always say like, what are my hacks each day? We have a certain food, right? So like Mondays would be anything Italian. So for my kids now that's you know, pasta or pizza or something like that. Actually not pizza because that's Friday nights, but <laughs> usually some sort of pasta with protein. Um, Tuesday, it was taco Tuesday, but anything like Mexican. So tacos or enchiladas, whatever. So I kind of do it that way as far as knowing that it's something within that realm. And that helps me kind of focus and narrow down what recipes I look for and what I do. And within that, again, because I, I do eat differently than my children, which I know a lot of people don't, but, um, because I had a very strict upbringing around food, I try not to have that for them. So as much as they're having healthy food, I want them to think that pasta is normal and fine. Right. I don't want them to think that it's not, yeah. um, so 
those sorts of things are really important in our house. We don't say anything around diet. We don't say anything around weight or clothes not fitting or anything to that degree. It's basically yeah. like, if it sounds good to you and you feel like that, then we eat that. Um, uh, I work on my own stuff kind of on the side, but that's a work in progress and that's, that's okay. I just don't allow my children to kind of have insight to that. Um, but I think back to what feels good for you. Like you said, what foods feel good to you? It's not about necessarily losing weight, but how does your body feel? And a lot of women that I work with have gone through fertility. So they've been shot up with hormones and other things that make them gain weight actually. Um, and so it's really hard for them to feel good about themselves through the process, because not only are they not getting pregnant necessarily, but they're also gaining weight. And so what do you suggest to somebody who's in a situation where maybe they have something hormonal going on and the scale is just not budging, or they're in a situation where they they really shouldn't be losing weight necessarily because they're, you know, again, maybe trying to go through fertility treatments or something, but they just don't feel good, right? Like they don't feel good in their skin. Their clothes don't fit well. Like, what do you suggest from that? Even from like another woman, right? Who's yeah. Oh, it is so hard. Yeah. And I think the the beautiful part that I love about being a dietitian is like, I'm not here, like just reading stuff from a textbook. Like I am a woman. I understand when like you don't fit into your genes and you don't feel amazing. Like there is no amount of positivity for me that is going to make you feel better. I get it. Um, but I will say, especially with like fertility treatments, I actually just had an amazing, one of my clients I've worked with for a very long time. She lost like 15, 16 pounds with me her first three months um, and then got fertility treatments. And she actually put on a little bit of weight gain after that. Um, and we knew this was happening. And I loved what you said about taking a break. And I think taking a break feels like, oh, I'm giving up on my goals because this woman still wanted to lose weight ahead of her wedding and feel her absolute best. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was more of a strategic break because she wanted to undergo her fertility treatment. So um, she was able to conceive, you know, after she gets married and, you know, make sure she she's in a good place. But but, you know, and there's so many different types of fertility treatments as well, but all of them at the core are impacting your hormones and whether it's PCOS, um, Hashimoto's, or, you know, you're getting hormone treatments or whatever, like you have to address the root problem. And it can feel like you're taking a step back because you can't actively work on specifically being in a calorie deficit and trying to lose weight and getting to that end goal of feeling your best. But you actually are making progress because you'd be putting a bandaid on your weight struggle if you didn't actually address what's going on there. So it's, it's totally just a mindset transformation and obviously having people in your corner, whether it's a support group, what group, whether it's a coach, whether it's a friend or, you know, even your physician, right. Who, you know, is understanding your situation. You have to pick the right people and definitely surrounding yourself with people who understand the specific medical struggle you're dealing with. Um, especially if it's hormone related. Yeah. And for those of you who may not be going down that road yet and have that fear of like, oh my gosh, am I going to gain all this weight? Um, when I did IVF at 36, when I was on my own, uh, I actually didn't gain any weight doing it. So people have this preconceived idea that everybody's body is going to gain weight just because they're doing this and knock on wood. I'm very grateful, but I don't know if it's because I was already eating healthy and already having a, a healthy lifestyle, but you know, everybody's body reacts differently to everything, right? Whether that's being an Advil that you take or drugs that you're literally injecting into your body. So 
try not to have the mindset going into it that, oh my God, I'm going to gain all this weight because you're putting that out there to the universe already that it's going to happen rather than saying, my body is going to be able to digest this exactly the way that it's meant to. And everything is going to be perfectly fine. I can reach out to Lauren or follow Lauren to get tips on how to stay healthy during this process. So maybe you don't have that, you know, freshman 10, 15, if you're going through that, um, fertility hormone process. So yeah, absolutely. And, and I love what you're saying about like the mind and the connection to how you even metabolize and break down food. And it's like such an even new area of nutrition research, but I think with any goal you're working towards how you view your progress, your success, what you think the outcome is going to be, it has massive impact on the success and what the outcome truly is. I mean, girlfriends, that is literally the placebo effect. So you need to not just like surround yourself with positivity and thoughts and, you know, maybe grabbing a journal and like thinking about how you want this to go. Sometimes there are things out of our control, but the number one thing that sometimes we feel like we can't control, but we really do have a lot of power over it is our mind. And we have to restructure how we think about our body and it will have massive impact on your long-term success. Absolutely. Yeah. How can people find you and what are you up to these days? Yeah. So life is crazy. I'm getting ready for a fun little move. Um, almost celebrating a one-year wedding anniversary. Oh, so life congrats. is, thank you. Life is very fun over here. Um, just all things TSN, aka uh-huh. those were nutritionists. Um, I have a membership, which is, um, keeping me busy with live calls. We have like leaders and support in there. Um, and you know, I just love my social media. I talk tell, all things. <laughs> tell me about that membership for people that are listening. What does that look like? So yeah. it's a monthly subscription, I'm assuming, or. Yeah. So it's a monthly subscription. Okay. Um, I help, I, I really specialize in weight loss. So as okay. much as some of you mamas who might be gaining weight potentially because of your pregnancy, that is good that you have all my blessings there. You can find me after your journey. Yes. Um, and, you know, obviously on my Instagram, I do a lot of fun things there, but my membership is really designed towards fat loss and just really making weight loss as simple as possible through understanding your calorie needs, understanding mindful eating, um, and honestly just giving you the tool. So you can truly have like this be the last time you diet. Um, because something I am really passionate about is like, if you are trying to have a purposeful change into your diet and your lifestyle for an aesthetic goal or to feel better, um, we want, really want to avoid what you were kind of talking about, which was like this dieting that was like following these list of food rules that like, were not really mm-hmm. what, not really teaching you anything you needed to know. So, um, I'm all about long-term sustainable weight loss, no quick fixes over here. Yeah. So that's, do they meet, does the group meet with you once a week? Like what, what would that look like if somebody joined who's listening? Yeah. So it is a membership subscription. Um, so we have a three or six month minimum and, and basically, um, you can say a member as long, as long as you want, but we have a community area. There's step-by-step video tutorials. Um, it's really fun. We call them team TSN, but basically they're registered dietitians like myself trained and, you know, aware of, you know, pregnancy lactation needs with, you know, losing weight and, you know, very specific medical stuff too. So, um, we help you set and adjust your calories in the community area. Um, and I do fun little like grocery hauls and guides every month, lots of new content coming out over there. So fun. And I think that a lot of times postpartum, again, for anybody who's listening, that might be in that and, or thinking about it down the road, having that group experience is really helpful. It's so supportive, especially when you feel like you're just in this new realm, as you mentioned earlier, Lauren, of like, I have this new life happening. I need to take care of this person. So to be able to hop on to a like a relationship with some other people that you're 
kind of in it together. Right. And you're, yeah. oh my goodness. It's such, not a game, it's such a game changer. Right. I mean, and people that are like-minded and just your tribe essentially. Right. And I, it goes so far. So I'm so happy to hear you talk about that and to let people know that this is a resource that you provide because it really helps so much, especially again, postpartum, when you feel like your life is upside down, you're not sleeping, you want to feel better about what you're eating, but you're not even sure what to do. Like, do I order hello fresh? Do I like do whatever? And I think really honing in on a group that's also in the same goal set that you're trying to get to, right. Whether that's five pounds or 15 pounds or a hundred pounds, whatever. I think it's so good to feel like, you know, other people get you and they're on the same track. Absolutely. Yeah. Something we recently did inside the membership actually is selecting fit leaders for women who have been inside the program a long time. And one of the fit leaders, actually, um, I, I really wanted her to be a fit leader for the program to support other women because she's actually, she's a mom. She identifies as a mom. She has a young son. Um, and you know, what, whatever your segment is almost what I call it, like whatever is your situation, whether it's losing 50 or more pounds or your last five or 10 pounds, like there are people out there that understand what you're going through. And really my mission with what I do as a dietitian and what it's evolved into is just normalizing what real weight loss looks like in women, because we're told all these like super unrealistic things, especially postpartum. It's like, oh, the weight's just going to come off when you breastfeed. Well, for some people, it doesn't. For some people, it is so flipping hard. And for other people, they like don't even change anything and they're at their goal weight. So totally. whatever your situation is, you're not alone. I promise you there's someone else out there that feels the same way. Awesome. And you mentioned Instagram, you're pretty active there as well. Yes. I love a little Instagram story. Um, I'm sure you do too. I'm Uh, trying my best, my friend. I am trying. I don't love it as much as you do, but it's my, my new relationship I'm trying to embrace. I love it. You're nurturing that relationship. Um, I love my Instagram story. Hopefully other people like it as much too. Um, But yeah, I hang out on Instagram at sorority.nutritionist. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your information and sharing what you're doing. Because again, I think it is so important to have a healthy role model of just everything around this. Again, maybe I'm biased because of my own personal situation from what I bring to the table, but as many people as we can educate around what it feels good for their body specifically and being healthy is amazing. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Good luck with your move. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Follow up on Instagram at the Pretty Little Tribe or at Elizabeth King underscore coaching for updates, resources, and a community to connect with. If you are looking for extra support and tools to guide you along your TTC and parenting journey, visit ElizabethKing.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast everywhere you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Visit elizabethking.com backslash pretty little tribe podcast for more information on how to enter. Any review counts. I just appreciate your honest feedback so I can provide you with the best support possible in your TTC and parenthood journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.